Hey, sister. What's up? Uh, it is Friday. Yeah, and you have a little bit of a problem with the weekend, so <laughs> we, we're just jumping that. in, right? Yeah. Well, I yeah. So I um, I it, tentatively in the back of my mind, I thought about titling this podcast "Why I Hate Weekends." And that, that's a little bit of a clickbait title and a little bit of an exaggeration, but it, it I don't know, it just, it kind of summed up a little bit of what I wanted to talk about today uh, and why why I don't necessarily look forward, maybe I don't hate them, but I don't look forward to the weekends. I look forward to Mondays, oddly enough. Yeah, you're weird. So <laughs> you have to explain this, unpack it for, for us. Okay, I'll, I'll try and unpack it I, uh, as best I can. Um, so the reason I don't like I don't like inactivity. I, I'm a very productive-minded person, so the idea of just laying around or sitting around and doing nothing generally doesn't appeal to me because I. I'm happiest when I'm busy, when my mind is engaged and I'm I'm working on project. And that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, I love to well, I I mean I do enjoy my work. Um, but I also do enjoy getting away from work so that I can work on things that are important to me. So, yeah, weekends um there are times when I really don't look forward to it because I know that there are times where I'm forced to just not do anything and it, it seems like a waste to me. Is forced that... to not do anything. Yeah, I mean, well, okay, that does really sound bad. But <laughs> especially depending on who might be listening to the podcast. But, <laughs> you know, if somebody yep. says, hey, Come and watch TV with me for two hours. I I mean, it's my own personal hell because I just think, oh, that I would not choose that for myself. And sometimes, you know, you want to hang out and spend time with people you love and appreciate. And, you know, their idea of fun is doing nothing. And that's not my idea of fun. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know. Is that controversial? Is that, I mean, what, what no, is that? No, I think a lot of, I think people can understand that. So I remember, well, okay, I have an 18 and a half year old son and he is just a fount of all things pop culture and knows everything. Um, I get text messages anytime a celebrity dies because he just wants to make sure I know about it. And, um, (laughs) you know, like he just is everything pop culture. And I just laugh at all of the time that he has to sit around and to watch or to binge watch um, movies in particular or something. And I remember being his age and, and having time for that kind of stuff. Now, we didn't have all of the cool things when I was 18, you know, I didn't have all these subscriptions and you could stream, you know, all of these different, you know, many different platforms and shows. So, I mean, he's got it to a greater degree, but could I sit down and watch like the whole star Wars trilogy? Yes, I could. And I did, or, you know, like geek out on Lord of the Rings or whatever. And, or just reading, he's like, Oh mom, you read a lot of books. And I'm like, Hey, we had movies when I was your age, but, um, and when I was in college, I had a roommate who could not sit still. Like she could not 
sit and watch a whole movie. And I remember thinking, you are so weird. You know, it was just too much um, inactivity. She was a busy person by personality. And I relate to that way more now. So I can't, I don't just sit, I I hardly ever sit on my couch in our living room, but that doesn't mean that I'm not always consuming content. So I've got, you know, I love AirPods. Those are the best things ever because you can walk away from your device and still hear what's happening. You know, I listen to more TV shows and movies and then obviously podcasts you can only listen to. I listen to something all of the time. So I understand it feels really like a waste of time to sit and watch something. Um, I don't have a big drive to go to the movie theater ever anymore. Yeah. You know, because that's just like two or three hours that I could be doing something else. Or I, if I'm at home, I'm multitasking. Like if I'm not folding laundry or something, then I have my phone in my hand playing a game and I'll sit and listen to a movie with the family. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah. It, uh, I mean, I, I, and I understand that I, you know, I'm not somebody who can easily or very often say I'm bored because I have so many things, you know, hobbies and interests that I'm engaged in. You know, I, I almost feel like I don't have enough time to do the things that I want to do. And so time management for me is very important because I've learned that if I manage my time well, I can, you know, do a little piece here and there of everything throughout the week. And by the end of the week, I feel like I've been productive. It's, you know, it's not just busyness for the sake of busyness. It's, you know, it's got to be busyness with progress. So it's kind of, I think of it as, um, creative productivity it's just not sitting down and drawing something but you know having a purpose behind everything that i'm doing yeah i i can relate to that i think differently though like i think i admire you because you have all these passion projects and you do have a lot of hobbies and i don't i don't feel like i operate on the same on that same wavelength like I don't I don't have hobbies I mean not like you do not productive hobbies you know or well or my hobby is maybe I love to cook and so that's really relaxing to me so you know yeah but as far as like it looks it looks completely different in my life than it looks in yours Mm -hmm. but I still am very very busy and so um so I feel like I don't have a choice about <laughs> what I'm doing or how much I'm doing it's stuff it's you know the the tyranny of the urgent and the demanding things that need to be yeah so yeah this week's been a hard week for me <laughs> yeah it has been what tell me a little bit more about that you're feeling better yeah I just uh yeah this was COVID week for me so two years ago at this time, I think this is when we started to hear about the virus that was in China, right? Yeah. And then in February, it had made it over to Europe. And then early March, it was um, hitting the East Coast, except for I was really sick at the end of February and the beginning of early March in 2020, like really sick, sicker than I had been, you know, in years and years and years, probably even decades. And so I figure that I 
got, I had coronavirus, you know, before the shutdown. Yeah. And I have not been sick since then, you know, almost two whole years of, you know, just good health, which is honestly yeah. pretty normal, pretty normal for me. Um, but no, I think that this, this one, even having received the two dose Back vaccination, um, not a booster, but from what I can tell with everybody that, that I know that got a booster, that doesn't, doesn't mean that they've been protected from this. Um, my friend calls it the transformer, um, variant. Cause it sounds like Omicron, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and especially since our president called it what Omnitron or something. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is oh, the transformer variant. Yeah. So how did so, it how did it manifest for you? Because I've seen some stories where they're saying, uh, you know, people started having like pink eye type symptoms that it, oh, really? it first manifested in their eyes, which that was kind of weird to me. Yeah, um, that's not my experience. Um, and, you know, I can only talk about what my experience is. So it's just been a bad cold for me. Um, and. I think generally what I hear is that, you know, this is not a deadly variant. It's just more of a pain in the butt kind yeah. of variant. Um, and, you know, it gives you different eyes. Like, I think this is such a good reminder for me because the almost two years of COVID and when I saw I was not affected, my family was not affected and we didn't see, um, we weren't up close and personal to, a lot of um, people really being hit hard to the point of, you know, of losing their life to COVID. Um, yeah. You know, you, 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 if you're in that part, if you're in, if you're, if that's your experience, then you kind of think, what's the big deal? Why is everybody so freaked out about this? Why are they overreacting? You know, if it doesn't hit you, but when it hits you, you, you experience it differently. You, yeah. you know, you, um, you change your behavior. So while this isn't, this hasn't been awful. I mean, it's, you know, just like I said, I, my experience is it's a bad cold. It's still, it's so inconvenient. Can I just say that? <laughs> like my daughter had to stay home from school for a whole week, not because she was sick, but because I was sick, yeah. you know, and, um, and we had to quarantine from each other. And she's like, mom, I just really want to give you a hug. And, you know, just <laughs> like, oh, you know, all those sad things. And it is for a working mom. It's been, it's just very, um, disruptive, uh, yeah. to, to life, um, in a way that, you know, pre-COVID, a cold wouldn't necessarily be this disruptive to the entire family like it is now. So, um, you know, you you just don't know until you until you know. You you know, if you know, you know. Whatever, yeah. if that's the little saying that goes around. So it's going to be a good reminder for me to to not just shut people down in my mind. I don't do it out loud. I never say, Oh, you're full of it, you know, to somebody, but not to shut somebody down in yeah. my mind when they're sharing their experience on something similar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's what's so interesting about this is, you know, uh, COVID is not black and white. It's not, you know, the same for everybody, you know, they're, you know, people with very, 
um, minimal uh, side effects or, uh, um, you know, any kind of lingering effects of it. And then other, you know, obviously there's the tragic case of people dying. But, uh, you know, I, I know of two people that got it, it was, and it was the bad cold type thing, nothing worse than that. But, you know, weeks and weeks later, they are, they still cannot, um, you know, catch their breath like they could. They, I mean, there, there's, a, you know, that long hauler effect that, um, you know, is, is still hanging on to them that they're not, they're not fully recovered. And, you know, it did something inside them that, um, uh, just hasn't healed yet. So. Yeah. And I've heard about this one kind of having a, a rebound effect or, you know, like a part two, like you think you're getting better and then, um, it, you know, comes back and smacks you. And I wonder, you know, we're not good about taking care of ourselves. I think often we push ourselves too soon before we're ready, you know? So I wonder yeah. if that's what's happening to people or, or what, but well, um, no, don't no. worry podcast world jolene is not going to go out and over exercise <laughs> or exercise period because i want to make sure i'm fully healed oh <laughs> wow okay yes uh, you know there is i could i could feel in the future there is a collective sigh of relief out there in <laughs> podcast world now that you have said that so yeah, yeah. I, I gosh i was going to say something in relation to that now i can't remember what it is but um I'm glad you're better and hope hope it doesn't come around and, and affect you down the road anymore. You know, it is still so confusing, though, to know, you know, what to do, how long am I contagious, because I'm not 100 um, percent. My voice is affected right now. Yeah. I don't sound like myself, at least not to myself. I don't sound like myself. No, I can hear it in you. And um. And so, like, how long do I need to stay away from people? And, you know, because they the CDC changed um, quarantine days from 10 to 5. Yeah. Um, the schools followed that. But you still know that, the like, the incubation period is 2 to 14 days. I mean, there's just – there there's so many different – it's so mixed, so many mixed messages. And so I plan to stay home for as long as I can from – the general world and I'm still wearing a mask when I'm in a room with a family member here in the house. Um, and I don't know, like I, it's kind of, I was able to take this week off of work. Um, and it's like, do I need to test again? You you know, I still sound a little bit sick. So is there, is that just a waste of a test that, you know, is going to, is it going to come back and say, still positive or is this just going to be like a lingering you know i yeah it's it's just not clear and you know the last thing i want to do is go pass this on to anybody else because i don't it's been i knowing how disruptive it is even if it's not deadly it's disruptive so yeah but there's something else that's uh contagious about you right now not to make a, a, a sharp 90-degree turn, but I am. Well, you just did, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, so what is this new sickness that you have? It's not a sickness, <laughs> and it's only been five days. So I have discovered Whirl, which is um, just a 
it's also viral. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just a word game that is, I don't know, let's see. It's been going for like 215 or 16 days. I have to no, I my... listen. Anytime somebody brings stuff up like this, I, I always do, you know, a good chunk of research on it. So I I have done the research. Oh, okay. Well, but you haven't played yet, have you? No, I have. Well, I looked at it, and I honestly I thought, wait, what is it asking me to? Do? I, I have to completely guess on something. You're not going to give. I mean, like, what am I doing here? Yeah. Yeah, you're just putting in. Yeah, so it's a really, it's bit, well, okay, I say, I qualify that it's really fun, but it's only really fun because I've gotten five out of five <laughs> um, in a row. Like, I've I've been able to correctly answer or guess the question, or not the question, the word, all five days that I've played. Yeah. Um, you know, it when, when, and I'm sure it's inevitable, it's going to come, when I don't, when I can't figure out the word and the limited amount of guesses you get then it's going to be crushing but right now i'm i'm winning now do you do you know the backstory of wordle i looked it up i did too yeah i don't know the guy's name well his last name is wardle w-a-r-d-l-e so the whole game's name is a play on his name yeah so i know that he in the pandemic he was doing something. He made the game for his lady love to to keep her entertained and and for fun. And so he created this game. So you, it's five letter words. You have to you have six guesses to get to the right word. What I love about this is um, you'll see people posting their scores on their. Facebook. And that's how I originally saw it. I'm like, what is this? It's just like, it's nonsense. It was some out of whack yeah. fraction, you know, it wordle and then a three digit number right now because it's 216 days. And then you see a fraction, it would be like three out of six or four out of six or five out of, you know, anything like that. And so then I'm like, what is this? And I saw enough of my friends playing it that I looked it up and I played it. And so you have six guesses. And so if you get a yellow box, that means that letter is in the word, but it's not in the right location. And if you get a green box, that means that's the right letter in the right location. And if it's a gray box, that means that letter is not in the word. And so it's um, been really fun, like just a little brain teaser um, first thing in the morning because he only offers or the program only offers one puzzle per day. Yeah. So I know everybody who's playing it, they're waking up and you know, it's your, their little morning <laughs> brain teaser. Kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been pressuring you and pressuring you and challenging you and daring you and others <laughs> in my life to do it. And so far only one of my friends has joined me. So I know, who my best friend is. <laughs> all right, all right, fine. No, well, I, you know, it was interesting reading the story of um, he's a software engineer. He uh, previously maybe still works for Reddit, but he he did a couple of uh, games for Reddit. Um, so uh, those required a lot more software engineering than this one did. This one, as the story goes, he just made it yes for his. Um, 
partner. It says partner, the story I read. So I didn't really understand the nature of the relationship. But um, and then there's an article, I think it's the New York Times that says Wordle is a love story. And that's where. Yeah, that's the story that I read. Yeah. Well, if you read carefully, it was for his partner, but it said um, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And then he shared it with his friends, and that you know they really liked it, and so he he saw that it was something worth sharing with the world. So, and now now it is truly viral. Yeah, I wonder how many people are doing it. And here's what I can't figure out: I'm like, oh, at the at the end when you get your result, or when it you know it tells you, it gives you your stats. So I I play this on my phone, and it'll say how many you've played, your percentage of what you're winning, your current streak and your max streak. Well, I've only played it for five days. So five days played, 100% win, five current streak, five max streak. And then it shows you like how um, how many times it takes you. So like over, over, your, over your, the number of days you've played. So like I've gotten zero guesses on the first time and zero on the second, but I've guessed – two correctly on the second time or the third time and two on the fourth and one on the sixth time. So I'm like, how do they keep track? Cause there was no login. There's no creating an account. And I'm like, I don't want to lose this. (laughs) And so I, what is the magic of cell phones in your IP address or something? I don't know, but I saved it. I bookmarked it on my phone so that I will go back to the same place, but somehow they magically know it's me. Yeah, well, working in marketing as I do, we yeah. we we track you all the time. <laughs> we track you. Okay, well, Mr. Wardle knows where I'm at and how well I'm doing. So, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a sad, sad day when I don't get it. Yeah. So interesting. I I thought you did have to log in or somehow register. So nope. that's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's and then yeah, I guess people were creating using emojis um to post their results on um Facebook. Yeah. Um and then he added the a, a share button so that it will automatically give you oh. the the graphic picture that everybody's sharing now. There you go. So that was the only addition. I mean, it I, well, it's still more complicated than I could have ever written, but it does. It is like the simplest yeah. thing, which is it's brilliant. And you know, and I was like really worried that it was they were going to be super intellectual five letter words. Yeah, and that's not necessarily the case. Well, so, that, yeah, that's like uh, words I've never heard of. Yeah. Well, I wonder if you run out of five-letter words. I guess you got to go to the um, six-letter words. Yeah, maybe Wordle becomes a six-letter word at that point. Wow. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Research that one. How many five-letter words are out there? <laughs> and I thought, I'm so glad that he didn't settle for four-letter words. Because yeah. <laughs> I know what everybody's guesses would be. Yeah. <laughs> like I could, And you could guess the same word for the first time because you really just want to hit as many letters, especially vowels, figure out what the vowels are. You know, if you're a Wheel of Fortune fan, you will probably like Wordle. There's just yeah. no hint. It's just yeah, letters. Yeah. Interesting. 
Okay. Well, we will compare scores next week for the podcast. Streaks. Oh, it's streaks. not just score. No. Yeah. See. Yeah. I, see what I a noob I am. My, say that again. See what a noob I am when it comes to oh, this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not in the world um, word world. Well, I tried. I. How many? I mean, how many times have I sent you my stats? Um, Every day. <laughs> all five days. Okay. Just and about. Then, <laughs> and and I'm really trying on my. 18 year old which i should know better because anything i suggest he doesn't have any interest in at all except for i'm expected to sit there and listen to every story (laughs) and watch every well hopefully not every video but many videos that he just thinks are hilarious you know and i'm supposed to appreciate them and laugh at them but i i can never turnabout is not (laughs) fair play in this world No. no no not in his world Okay, Wordle update next week. I mean, look at we just all kinds of things we can update on Omicron, Wordle. Yeah, your weekend. Let like <laughs> let's let's have some intentions for this weekend, and then maybe you will not be so dr- dreading it. Well, I'm not dreading it. I got plenty of stuff to do. <laughs> I, I just I have got plenty of stuff to do. Speaking of, last time we talked about the class you're taking and the video, I want to hear an update on that. Yeah, so uh, just by way of review, I'm taking an online video-making class put on by Casey Neistat, and it, it's short-form short video, and I finished my first project this week and uploaded it to the class to get feedback from my classmates. And I even shared it with some other people to get feedback from them. And um, I guess my song choice for or the music choice that, uh, uh, you know, you hear in different parts of the video, people didn't think it matched the theme because, you know, I was a, a, um, a video about um, I call it the crumbling coastline, you know, the effects mm-hmm. of winter storms on the coastline and it had a you know techno beat to it. And they thought that was <laughs> didn't really match kind of the scenes of nature. And so I think I found a good song that has a fast pace because that's what the, the video is very fast paced. And that's why I went more techno than anything else. But I, I did find a song uh, of, that I think is going to work. And so I'm going to be uploading my final version of this first project this weekend. And then we're moving on to the second project. But I'm having a great time learning different more about video editing techniques than actual videography uh, for me just because I've you know I've done that before but really boiling it down into a kind of a storytelling format that's short enough to keep your attention and not bore you mm. though I don't know this first one the subject matter you'd have to watch it and see if it if it bored you I did watch it it did not bore me. Um, I think that I, I didn't even consider, so I, you know, I'm not a amateur, much less a professional when it comes to any of this stuff. So of course I was impressed and I didn't even dawn on me that there could have been a different music choice, but I can see, (laughs) I I can see what they're saying. You need a, you need some kind of like 
sweeping soundtrack well, or something I, I, as well, opposed to that techno beat like, hey, we're so excited. Jump, jump, jump. <laughs> Woo, the coastline's crumbling. <laughs> well, I found a, a, a folk artist use guitar and piano and he has some some very upbeat kind of fast moving songs no lyrics uh, but yeah. i think it it provides a better uh backdrop for oh, the video cool. so i'm dropping that in and and then i'll upload I'll have it to, I'll have to share that with me so i can watch it with the different music and see if i notice the yeah the change in tone and now I just need to I need to find my next subject for the next video, which um, we have. To, I think we have to watch the class because he's going to set some parameters. I don't want to just pick something and then find out that oh well that didn't really match what he was looking for. Okay, I was going to say a grandbaby sure makes a good subject, but <laughs> well for me it does. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the rest of the world, so. Yeah. Well, cool. Very good. You'll have to keep us posted. Yeah, I have a I have a class coming up in my future, but I think we'll talk about that at another time because oh. I'll wait till it starts before I talk about it. All right, that sounds good. Yeah. All right. Well, we had a good wide ranging discussion today, so yet I like again, it. Yet again, and hey, we want to remind our listeners that you can talk to us. Uh, we want to hear any questions or suggestions you have, and that is stoner siblings podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, I, I, it would be great if we got some questions, uh, maybe topics you want us to discuss, or <laughs> or tell us the st stuff you don't want to hear about. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and and we will take it into consideration. So. You yep. had you had mentioned offering a reward to the first person who um, uh, sent in a suggestion or comment to the email. Yeah. So. I'm waiting to give one. So somebody's got to send us an email. Okay. Well, what what's the prize though? I don't know. It's going to be a surprise. It'll be a gift card for something okay. that people like. Mystery gift card. First person to reply who is not a family member. Oh, well, wait. Oh, do we? Okay. We'll open we up to, to family. Well, <laughs> maybe, um, like, whatever. We'll figure it out. You yeah. can be related to us and email in. All right. Fine. We'll do that. That sounds good. Because I think that that might be our audience at this point. <laughs> That's true. With just, with just our blood relation. Uh, it could be a pretty wide audience. Yeah, I guess so. Really All large right. family on both sides. So That's true. Okay. All right, sister. We've done it. All right. Well, I hope your weekend exceeds your expectations. And yours as well. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> All right. Stoners out. Stoners out.